What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Ben's Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. I'm your host, Colin. Here's my co-host, Noah, coming at you live again on this Thursday night to bring you the NBA Eastern Conference playoff preview. Noah, this is the most exciting the East has been in my lifetime, easily. You thought Colin and I were excited for the West? The West oh, you have is no nothing idea. compared to the East. The West is easy, dude. West is easy. The East, though? The East? Oh, the East, Noah. No, I've got five teams that can make it out of the East. Like, very reasonably. That I don't really have to stretch too much for. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Oh, the East is so good, Con. Let's just get right into it because I have so many thoughts about these okay. series, Con. Um, let's talk about the first playing game that we got to see, and that mm-hmm. was the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Brooklyn Nets, Colin. What did what did you think about this game? Yeah, it was it was a weird game because if you looked at the box score, you you might say, "Hey, this was like a close game." Uh, it wasn't. It never was. You know, the the Nets kind of let them back in, but it's not like the Cleveland never broke 6 points. Like that was as yeah. as close as they could ever imagine getting. And as soon as they would get there, the Nets would be like, "No, no, 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 no. no. Let's Let's stop any any thought that you might have that you're going to come back from this 23-point deficit. The, the Nets were just the better team. They were. I mean, I know the Cavs were missing Jarrett Allen, and I think it was actually you who said you, you thought that with Jarrett Allen that the Cavs stand a chance. I, I don't know about that. KD, despite how well he played, played a quiet game. He did not... <laughs> He did not do anything. Seriously, ever. Kyrie went sicko mode on the Cavs. He was 9 for 9 at one point. Like 30 points. You you really just... When Kyrie's not being, like, just a very terrible person overall, Colin, like, you really forget that he is just insanely saucy with the basketball in his hands. He's so good. I I'll say I do not think that Kyrie is a terrible person. I think he's I didn't a, mean terrible person was bad. Someone who I do not agree with their views, I guess. Yeah. That's uh, that's fair. That's fair. I would I wouldn't say terrible I align person. myself with that Sorry, Kyrie. either. Um no, he was good, dude. You uh you forget that Kyrie has the best handles that the NBA has ever seen. And then you stop forgetting right quick when when he does some Kyrie shit. It's just... It's... It's so incredible to watch him play. The way that he works. The cuts that he can make. How smooth he is with his athleticism. Oh, it's just... It's beautiful. The Nets themselves, Noah... We saw the weaknesses. Now, Ben Simmons is supposed to come back and, and play in this playoffs, which we'll, we'll get to. But you saw how limited this Nets team is. 
when it's not KD, when it's not Kyrie out there, that's when the Cavs can go on a 19-6 run. You know? And I don't think that you can just rely on KD and Kyrie to play 42 minutes a night for an entire championship run. It's just, it, that's not the way the NBA works. You know? They handled the Cavs. The Cavs down some men, kind of faltered near the end of the season. I, I don't think anybody really expected anything else. I think everybody thought the Nets would win, and they did that way. So, good for them. You know, you did what you had to, but there were some holes there. There were definitely some holes. Yeah, it was it was interesting because the Cavs' defensive philosophy that night, Colin, was anyone but Kyrie and KD are going to mm-hmm. do it to us. Um, and you kind of saw how that worked. It ended up with, like, Bruce Brown finding himself with the ball a lot, Colin. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of threw, like, three He threw like three lobs to Nick Claxton, like two lobs to Drummond. Um, yeah. It's like, if you guys are really going to focus on Kyrie and KD this whole time, like, the, the other Nets are capable. Um, That's a good way to describe for, them. They're, yes, capable. Like, then. I agree with you, Colin. The KD Kyrie playing 42 minutes is just not sustainable. Um, I do think this Nets team, this Nets team is good. This, you know, the Cavs team, they just need Jared Allen. They need, they need their team. Looking back, Colin, I, I think they should have just not ended up trading for Kerslaver. Um, Maybe giving up first was not the greatest decision for that guy, but yeah. uh, this Nets team definitely does have its holes, Colin, and I think a lot of those holes could be plugged up by one Mr. Ben Simmons. Um, but the Nets are moving on, Colin. Um, let's talk about the other game. Hornets-Hawks. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've thanks for coming out, closer. Hornets. Happy to be here. <laughs> you looked fun. You know. My friend texted me, Colin, and he said, so we're betting on the Hawks, right? And I said, head says Hawks, heart says Hornets. And when your head's saying one thing, Colin, and your heart's saying the other, you got to go with what your gut says. Mm-hmm. And I texted my friend and said, gun to my head, I would say Hornets. And luckily I didn't have a gun to my head, Colin, because yeah. the Hornets got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's year two of, uh, you know what, if we just had Gordon Hayward. <laughs> I, uh, I wish it was as simple as that, Hornets fans. I, I really did, but no, they got they got slapped. There was nothing. I mean, six minutes into the game, the Hawks just started to roll, and they did not look back. As, as flashy as the Hornets are on paper, I think they just have so many shortcomings on the defensive end that they were never going to be able to hold this Hawks team and this yeah. Trey Young-led offense. Trey Young, Colin, is so good. So Trey Young is so good. And they got – Colin, when the role players are hitting for the Hawks, they're a very hard team to beat. 22 from DeAndre yeah. Hunter, 13 from Kevin Hoyter, 18 from Gallinari. 13 from Bogdanovich. If they got that every night, Colin, the Hawks are the best team in the East. Um, it's just like the Hawks did in a one-game series, Colin, but can they do it when they've been a year where they've been very hot, very cold, no John Collins? Um, 
you know, last year, Con, the Hornets were one of my first off-season plan videos, and we're definitely mm-hmm. bringing back those summer and this oh, yeah. summer. And honestly, the Hornets are going to be one of my first teams to make Con, and they must just give you a little pre. Team. I think I think in, for an ideal Hornets off-season, like they had a good season, Con. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to the playing game. Like Lamelo is awesome. Lamelo is the future, but the team isn't. It's an interesting question, Colin, of how to build a team around LaMelo still. Like, that's still a very much developing process. Mm-hmm. Um, in an ideal world, Colin, I think the Jazz lose in the first round. They fire Quinn Snyder. The Hornets, who I think they should fire James Braga. I do think I do think he. it's just time. You know, he was a... Yeah. He was like... He was the coach I was supposed to get them to this phase. You know, Colin? Like, it, yeah. it's time for him to go. Hornets hire Quinn Snyder. And they somehow snipe Rashawn... Holmes from the Kings, who's not even going to play for them. Sean Holmes plays basketball again, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. He's, does he still have those assault charges? Yeah. Or allegations? Like bad, too. Oh, that's sad, dude. <laughs> that's, like, that's terrible. Like, he's not a great human for doing that. But why Why? Uh, why you got to be him, Colin? Yeah. No, that, we were uh, fans. We were his biggest no, fans. No, and and you're the victim in all this because you were going to base your offseason video around this <laughs> and around Rashawn Holmes, and now you can't do that anymore. So, I mean, if everybody could get an F in the chat for Noah right now, I, I just Fine, I think we'll settle for Trace Jackson Davis. Sold. In the first round. Has to be in the first round, though, otherwise he's not going to accept it. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I don't think we need to spend too much longer on the Hornets. Uh, you know, they they've got the pieces for the future. Um, Miles is going to ask for a lot of money. We'll, he is we'll getting paid if they pay him as much as he's asking for. They got to find a way to move off Gordon Hayward, Con. If they move off Gordon Hayward, they free up thirty million cap. Yeah, but Gordon Hayward still has two more years. Who wants to pay Gordon Hayward sixty million dollars? You know, Con, like it's it's just bad contracts get moved. If you want it bad enough, they get moved, Con. That's fair. That's fair. I (laughs) John Wall's getting tossed around like it's nothing. No, he's not getting tossed around because it's it's not nothing, it's forty four million dollars. Um the Hawks look good though. Uh I think they The Hawks are in that rare spot where they could beat anybody, and they have beat anybody. We saw it last year, you know. Everybody just kind of wrote Trey Young off, you know. Empty stats. Do your 28 points really matter? Are you that good of a three-point shooter? Why does your hair look like that? Why? Yeah, why does your hair look like that? They can hold their own against anybody. They really can. So I like They're their them biggest tomorrow. enemy. I like them tomorrow against the Cavs. I so I do. I. do. Um, so then really quickly, let's split the time because I think this is less cut and dry, much less cut and dry than the West in the uh, Clippers versus Pelicans. First scenario, Hawks win tomorrow. What do you think Hawks Heat looks like in the first round? Hawks, One Hawks Heat looks it looks pretty close on paper to me, Con. Really? Um, I think Trey Young is the best player in that series. 
But I think the Heat's just, you know, I think Eric Spolstra and I think the Heat's experience. Um, I think the Heat is honestly like one of the, the Heat and the Bucks are probably yeah. the two teams that the Hawks would want to play the least. Well, um, and if Trey Young's the best player in the series, the Heat have two The Heat have the next, like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, especially without John Collins, like, the Heat probably have their way with either of these teams. Um, I... I would say Heat in five over the Hawks. But, Con, as you said pre-podcast, the Cavs, Heat? That's, that's a, a matchup right there. If, if Grizzlies, Timberwolves is all offense, Con, Heat, Cavs is all it's defense. All defense. We're looking at like some like Pistons 2005. Like, first game, first game, 86, 83. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. It's a uh, it's a brand of basketball that you do not see often, and for that reason, I, I'm kind of excited for it. That's the matchup <laughs> I'd like to see. Um, I think you made the point too because I was kind of like, oh, you know, like defensively the Cavs could do it, and you're like, what are what are they doing on the perimeter? How are they going to mitigate Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry's ability to run that offense, Duncan Robinson's perimeter shooting, and then on top of it, Bam. And I I don't know how the Cavs do that. Just a little too talented for either the teams, mm-hmm. honestly, the Heat are. I think so, too. And I think that whereas the Cavs have maybe the best interior defense, the Heat just have good defense everywhere. I mean, Bam is yes. a, a top three defensive center. Is that fair to say? Yes. yes. Top two, probably. Top two, yeah. Then you've got Jimmy. You've got, you know, Lowry's not what he used to be, but he's certainly not a liability. You know, he he can get out there. They've got length. I just, I don't, I'd love for the Cavs to do it. I'd love for the Cavs to do it. I don't see the Heat dropping this. I just think they're, too consistent of a team, too well coached. They're just better. I don't know that there's a phase aside from the interior defense and maybe the point guard play of Garland. Outside of that, I don't know that there's a phase that I think the Cavs are better than the Heat in. Yeah, I would take the Heat over in five over either of these teams. Uh, I mean, I, I wish we had something more exciting for the listeners. I really do. <laughs> this is what we got. I'm sorry. We have it. Colin, yeah. let's, um, no. let's address the next playoff series because I feel like this is going to, you know, you've been, you've been, you know, it's been coming for the last couple of weeks, but just give me your spiel about the Bucks, Bulls. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt you too bad, Con. Just what are you thinking for the series? <laughs> uh, so since December, I, I've said Bulls you know, in six. The, I have not said that. I've said <laughs> the the seeding itself doesn't matter. It's all about the path. <laughs> if you can set your path up correctly, you can go places. <laughs> and the. Uh, the Bulls inevitably set themselves up with the worst path possible. Uh, 
to the NBA Finals. They get the Bucks first round. Uh, the Bucks are the Bulls' kryptonite. The Bucks have <laughs> slaughtered the Bulls for the last four years. Like just games that are not close. Uh, defensively, we just we don't have answers. We don't have anybody that can guard Giannis. Not that there's very many teams in the NBA that do. And then on top of that, we we don't really have a guy that can guard. Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton, you know? Caruso can do oh, Drew that's Holiday well Lonzo's enough. Lonzo's a killer. Yeah. But uh, then Chris Middleton is being guarded by DeMar DeRozan. No, I sent it to you yesterday. Kobe White, Zach Levine, and DeMar DeRozan all finished in the bottom 25 of defensive Raptor. Uh-huh. Meaning that they were three of the worst defenders in the league this year. Pat Will's going to have to guard Giannis for an entire series. Coaches coaches say this. This is like a coaching philosophy. You cannot hide two bad defenders if you've got three good ones. But there's no scenario in which you can hide three bad defenders with two good defenders. It's just you can't do it. And so when you look at that, as good as our offense can be at times, I they're just going to walk through us. I mean, Vucevic is not a defensive center. He's just not, you know. In games that I've watched, Giannis gets to the paint. Middleton gets to the paint. Holiday gets to the paint. Goddamn um, Grayson Allen gets to the paint. And then they can spot up and shoot from anywhere. I just, I always feel like the Bulls look lost. They look like a team that just fucking killed it to get to, like, a middle school basketball final, like, tournament, and then they're playing the team that's all, like, high school prospects. And there's just they're just like, well, this team's better than us. I don't know what to tell you. And everybody in the stands is like, yeah, this team's better than you. I don't – thanks for coming out. I don't out. know what to tell you. And uh, yeah. that's, that's kind of how I'm feeling about this. Like, they're just – they're just better. There's not a a thing that we can do that stops them. Uh, you know, our key to winning this is Zach and Demar to average seventy points a game. That's that's what I got. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to shit on your bulls anymore, Colin. Twenty and twenty six since January ninth. Um, even worse, seven and fifteen since February twenty sixth. Uh, the offensive firepower is there for the Bulls, uh, but Lonzo is just the kind of connector piece that this team needs. Like yeah. Lonzo looks forward to the hard matchup of either guarding Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton. Um, the Bucks are just cruising, Con. They cruised to fifty one wins. They got a Bulls matchup in the first round. Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. When they were all playing, Con, they were thirty seven and ten. Um, Brooke Lopez healthy. Uh, the Bucks are just looking like they could just run to the finals, Colin. With the way they're playing, they're they're so hard to beat. Like it's Giannis in any other season where Jokic didn't go absolutely dumbo, probably MVP. Um, Giannis had a really good season, and the Bucks like it's just unlucky, Colin. Uh, <laughs> but the yeah. Bucks are gonna win this series in five. 
Um, yeah, I'm very it, uh, confident. It, it makes me feel one. better that the Bucks are the best team in the NBA. That yeah, if you were losing to like a bullshit team, like would you rather lose to the Bucks in five con or the Celtics in seven? Oh, Celtics in seven. I mean, okay. Uh, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't feel as like. When we lost Game Seven, I'd feel like shit, but I I would feel much more respected going forward. You know, the Bulls have kind of uh, given opposing fans a lot of meme material to use against me uh, in the last month and a half, which I wish they didn't. Be a whole lot cooler. Bucks and five. Sorry, Colin. Good season no, for the I, Bulls. I think it's Bucks uh, and four, so... No, you guys get one. Come on. DeMar and Zach Levine will combine for 71 of the games. I'll bet you that. Oh, no, I'm not concerned about that, but the Bulls' defense in the last month has been atrocious. Yeah, the, you know, the Bulls, you can see maybe the Bucks are like, we want to rest Giannis for this game. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think the Bulls will win. The Bulls will definitely win one game, Colin. Come on. Alright. Fucking faith. Alright. I, I want to believe that. I want to believe that. I'm trying to be objective here. And objectively I would bet a bucks with. Uh alrighty. Let's let's save let's save the most interesting over. one. Let's save the most interesting one for last. Seventy sixers Raptors. The four five matchup. Now the 76ers have been at the top of the East pretty much all year. The Raptors, by no means, have been the fifth seed all year. Uh, prior to the All-Star break, Noah, the Raptors were actually a play-in team? Was it that recent? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, for them to, to scratch and claw their way up to the fifth seed is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. No, we, we've talked extensively offline about this matchup. We know what the 76ers are. They're one of the most reported teams. You've got Harden. You've got Embiid. You've got Maxi. You've got Tybal. It's a well-built team. The Toronto Raptors are just the definition of a well-built team. Not a lot of egos. Pretty young team. They know anybody how to can have wins. it. Anybody could, it can yeah. be anybody's given night. Um, this is probably my third favorite series gone. Um, out of the first round matchups, and I think it's gone. I think people on paper con the Harden and B pairing is like pretty good. Like I think in all the minutes they play together, they're plus fifteen points per one hundred possessions. Uh, but the Raptors actually played the Sixers, Colin, twice over the last three weeks of the uh, end of the season. And in those two games, Colin, Embiid shot 38% from the field, while Harden averaged 15 points on 33% shooting. Um, and Nick Nurse is just one of the best coaches in the league. Colin, the defensive scheme he has to stop uh, Joel Embiid is very good. Um, and when Joel Embiid doesn't have it, James Harden doesn't have it, the Sixers' supporting cast just kind of looks lost at times. Um, the Sixers have had the worst transition defense, con since they acquired James Harden. Uh, worst transition defense in the NBA. 
and they're playing a Raptors team that loves to get out and run. Uh, and they just honestly don't play well against the good teams yet so far. Uh, the Raptors have Pascal Siakam, who's playing the best basketball of his career. Uh, but there are questions, gone. Like, he struggled in past playoffs before. Um, it's like, has he really turned that corner this year? Um, mm-hmm. I think he has, but, you know, playoffs are when people can get exposed. And that all seemed very pro-Raptor, Con. But this is a very, very, very close series because Joel Embiid still is a force that the Raptors, you know, can stop, but not... They can slow down, but they can't stop him. Mm. Um, I think this is an easy six or seven game series, Con. Yeah, I, I think it's going seven. Uh, the Raptors... It, they're a very weird team because they've got guys that were there when they won it three years ago. And then you've got a lot of young dudes. So you've got a locker room that knows how to win, which is mostly a bullshit media saying. You've got guys that have been there. They know what the moment's like. They know how to prepare for it. They know how to execute and do it. And then you've just got some of the best young NBA two-way players in the league. OG Ananubi. We... And, what did you say? We didn't even mention, Con that Matisse Thibel can't play in Toronto. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and shout-out to Scotty Barnes. That was my other point, was that OG and Scotty Barnes are two of the best two-way players in the NBA that are under 25 years old. Yes. But Thibel cannot play. No, like you, you heard that story, right? He got the first vaccine, yeah, and then decided yeah. not to like the first dose, and decided not to get the second dose because he doesn't believe in Western medicine. If you're gonna get the first, how do you not just get the second then? Explain. Explain it to me, because I, I don't get it. Him not being able to play in Toronto, Colin, is disastrous. Because the Clippers, the the Sixers are already a team that's only like eight guys truly deep gone, and two of those three bench guys are like Georges Niang and Furkan Korkmaz, who I yeah. don't really believe in so far. Um, so no Thibel in Toronto means that Danny Green has to step into the starting lineup. Uh, leaving the Sixers with two to three max bench guys that they truly believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, Harden and Embiid are going to have to average 40 minutes in this series, Con. It's just going to have to happen because the Raptors will absolutely murder the Sixers if they're not on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am I am split on this one, Con. Part of me thinks the Raptors are truly going to win this series. Um a bit of a motivating factor is I want to see Jack Eagleton in pain. I want to see the Sixers <laughs> lose. I, I'm not a big fan of the Sixers team. I am a fan of the Sixers team, but I don't think they're as good as everyone thinks they were, especially when the trade happened, Colin, when people were saying yeah. Sixers finals. I was like, come on, guys. But I'm going to take Raptors in seven, Con, on my wow. mama. Let's go. Let's ride. 
I this, like it, the, and I like the it Raptors have two legit stars. Con Pascal averaging twenty four, Fred VanVleet averaging twenty two. They can score. Um, I think if this Raptors team gets out and run, um, their defensive scheme works well enough against Embiid. We know they have the perimeter defenders con to slow down James Harden. And at the end of the day, I trust Scotty Barnes, OG, Gary Trent Jr. more than I trust Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, Tybalt slash Danny Green. And that's where this game's going to be won. And the Raptors are just a better team, in my opinion, and this is going to be a team series. I, I I hear what you're saying. I I do, but I I have to first take it. I think that Embiid is a big enough force that in a seven-game series, if he can stay healthy, he's just gonna he's gonna wear them down. I don't think it's the other way around. I don't think the Raptors wear him down. I think he wears the Raptors down, and. James Harden is a sandbagger. We, we've known that. We've been known that. He's a guy. He turns it on come playoffs. I think he's going to be able to step it up. He's going to get to that next level. He'll make the right decisions. He's still one of the premier point guards, ball distributors that we have in the NBA. I think that they can handle what the Raptors do. I think they are just that much more talented. Those two and then you know Tobias Harris I, I, I don't know what to make of Tobias Harris I, I'm not calling him a neg- net negative though I'll, I'll say that I guess he's capable yeah he, he can average 18 points which is half of his yearly salary <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I can see you on those points for sure Colin and beat is just a force of his own, but I'm believing in this Raptors team. I, I really am. I think I already told you what I think. You you know mm-hmm. what I think, Colin. Raptors in seven. Lock it the fuck in. Sorry, Jack Eagleton. Get out of here, guy. Get out of here. You're done. You're bozo. You're bozo. No title, Colin, honestly, is like a big kicker in that decision for me. Oh, well, I mean, it is. I mean, defensively, he is what he's cracked up to be. I know people try to say he's overrated. No, he's he's that good. It's going to matter. He, especially on a team with Harden and Embiid and how much offensive volume those two alone take, his ability to not need the ball on the offensive end and still be incredibly effective is just it's so underrated on that team you know Harden's gotta go ham like Harden's gotta prove Harden's got to like step up if the uh, cause I I think if the Sixers could win this round con at the way they're playing right now I don't think they beat the Heat um, un, unless Harden plays better cause we know Embiid's bringing it but Harden's mm-hmm. gotta be the guy that Philly brought him there to be yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't see the Raptors beating the Heat. I don't know. I, I do believe that Embiid could take over a series. Whereas you're saying, like, Paul George could maybe win you two. I think Embiid alone could win you a series. I think he's good enough. I think he could play 
that well on both ends to do that. So for that reason, I, I'm going to go 76 because I'm going to play it safe here. You gonna you ever gonna take any risk in your life, dude? No, never. This is this is as risky as uh, Kellen gets, Noah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what but... I do know, Noah, and that is that the series we have not talked about is going to be the most iconic first round matchup that we have seen in thirty years. Colin, what if I told you that the Brooklyn Nets were now underdogs to win the series? I would tell you that I love a, a love a good plus sign, and that I would bet on that. But the it Brooklyn take Nets, away from the Colin, fact. Yeah. versus the Boston Celtics in the two seven matchup of the first round. What a series that this is going to be, Colin. Um, Boston playing at a very, very high level on both sides of the ball um, currently. They have been for several months. Mm -hmm. But, Colin, a lot of that was with Robert Williams, who will not be Mm -hmm. present for this series. Um, Robert Williams is a very pivotal part to how far this Celtics team can go. Um, We've already touched on it before, Colin, but the Celtics defensive... uh, philosophy is that they're going to switch pick and rolls they're going to switch everything which causes problems for most teams in the league most teams are in trouble con when you can switch pick and rolls um effortlessly yeah um but robert williams not being there very much hurts that for the celtics because daniel tice will be eating up a lot of those minutes and daniel tice is nowhere near the defender or the rim protector that robert williams is that's pretty just blatant um Boston thrives on switching, switching mainly to cause mismatch mm-hmm. problems. Um, the main the main ways Boston gets teams into trouble, Colin, through this switching system is that it causes a lot of mismatch. Guys are switching mm-hmm. off on, on each other, and it gets teams into isolation a lot. Right. Things, Colin, that the Brooklyn Nets are absolutely looking for. Um, the reason the Celtics' defensive philosophy works so well, Colin, is because most teams don't have a guy or guys that can be like, you know what, I'm going to go out here and score 30 if you're going to switch this all day and give me ISO situations. Uh, most teams can't do that against the Celtics, mm-hmm. but the Nets have two guys who can, Colin. And we saw what happened in the Cavs game when you tried to double-team one, the, the other one goes off, or you try to double-team the other one, the other one goes off. Or mm-hmm. if you play normal, they just let the other people beat you, like Bruce Brown and Nick Claxton. Um, yeah, and there's a good enough supporting cast there now. I, I was kind of shitting on him earlier, but Seth Curry is a fantastic spot-up shooter, and having Drummond as their backup center now is huge. huge. Bruce Brown playing very well. Goran Dragic, Patty Mills off the bench. Like they have The Nets, at the very least, can't have guys who they can rely to come in and not hurt them. Yeah. Um, Still, with all that positive Brooklyn talk and how their offensive philosophy fits into what Boston is trying to get teams to do, um, this is going to be a very close series because Boston just has them dudes. Like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can go at a KD and a Kyrie on any given night. Um, over the length of an entire series, I I do have doubts that I, I think Jalen Brown is more 
susceptible to having a bad game than Kyrie is. Um, Katie and Jason Tatum are going to have fantastic series this entire series. Um, it's interesting, Colin, because Ben Simmons, they're ramping him up basically to be ready for games four, five, or six. And if Ben Simmons can come in and play Con and at the very least be a defender and a cutter to the rim, yeah, that is that is a series changer for Boston, for Brooklyn, because then yeah. Ben Simmons can attempt to slow down Jason Tatum. KD won't have to guard Jason Tatum the entire time. Very, very interesting to see how these first four games go, Colin. I... I'm thrilled. I mean, these are two contenders. These are both teams that it would not be a fluke if they won the NBA Finals. And we're seeing it in yeah. the first round. Like, that. that's what's nuts to me. That's what makes this whole thing so much fun. You know, we, we're probably going to get seven games of just some of the best basketball, high-intensity basketball, that we could ask for, you know? And it's not even the games that really matter, you know? We all think we have an idea of who's going to win these series, and I, I, I think we're, we're going to tend to be right on this kind of stuff. This one, I, I don't know. I don't know. I We could sit here and talk about it for an hour, and I would swing back and forth probably 17 times as to who I think wins. Yeah, it's hilarious, Colin, because we can talk about everything we want regarding this series, but the key matchup is still Durant versus Jason Tatum. Um, Durant, I think Durant's defense is pretty underrated, Colin, especially in the playoffs. Um, Durant is actually, like, a fantastic defender. I honestly don't think he gets enough credit for his defense. Um, And then we know what he is on the offensive player. He's just one of the most fun guys to watch in the league. And you can say those exact same things about Jason Tatum, Colin. Um, I think we should be very lucky to get this in the first round, and I think there's going to be a lot of very good playoff basketball played in this series. Um, Right now, I think I give the slight edge to Boston with the current depth of both teams. But if Ben Simmons comes back in Game 4, Colin, and looks good, Brooklyn's winning this series. I think so, too. I think that Brooklyn does not have a ton of guys that are versatile defenders. I think that in a different way they fell into the Lakers' trap of just relying on age a little too much and not just bringing in those young pieces to be energetic bodies, you know? So that is for sure hurting them. I still like the Nets, though. I think that there's something about as good as Jason Tatum's been, and man, has he been good. Playoff KD, I, I just I don't see him losing this one. That's just that's not the KD way. That's not the recipe for how Kevin Durant does. Colin, the Nets, since Kyrie Irving has returned to the lineup full-time, are mm-hmm. top 10 in defense, top 10 in offense. I did not know that they were top ten in offense since you returned. That or defense. That wow. How? Bruce Brown. K 
KD must be a much better defender than anybody is trying to give him credit for. If Ben Simmons can play and gain four con and literally just play defense and cut, what an asset to the Nets TV will be because that means they can end games con when the Celtics are going to end the games with Derek White, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford. The Nets can potentially end games with Kyrie, Seth Curry, KD, Bruce Brown, Ben Simmons. That is... I take the Nets in seven, Colin. It's it's wow. it's that easy, I think. I think it's Nets in seven. Uh, yeah, I think it's one you don't need to overlook. They are, they are that good. They really are. At the end of the day, if I'm betting on KD or Jason Tatum, I'm taking KD. That's that's what I boil down to too, and then if he's got Kyrie next to him, it's uh, it's tough to bet against that. That's where I'll leave that. Alrighty, then really quickly. So then that would leave us uh, for second round matchups in the East. You'd have Heat versus Philly or Toronto, but presumably. I like the Heat in both of those. I think that the so Sixers provide a little bit more of a battle. But I, I do enjoy the the Heat winning that. Bucks, Nets, what do you even do with that one? Uh, Pick the Bucks? I think the Bucks are just a better team, honestly. All right. All right. So then Heat, Bucks. Bucks. How do you pick against the Bucks? I guess that's that's what everything. If the Bucks to. get past the Nets, gone, they're winning the finals. Yeah, I think so. Z Z Z Oh, I'm so excited for that series, though. Any of these series, I'm just excited. I'm excited. I, I hope it gets wacky. I hope it gets nuts, and uh, I hope we get some fantastic basketball. Same, and I hope that you, as listeners, just enjoyed these playoff preview. The back-to-back episodes, the buy one, get one free. Thank you guys Um, for listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, the Common Man's NBA podcast. Even though the fantasy season is over, Colin and I still plan to pump out a good amount of content for you guys. Um, In the upcoming weeks, you know, I would expect to see an awards reaction slash look back at who Colin and I picked and just looking back and talking about the awards. Um, Trying to put together a little fantasy awards episode. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And then at that point, we're just reacting to what the playoffs, what's happening in the playoffs, getting you a second-round preview. And we're going to start those off-season videos back up. And by then, Con, it's time for the Pacers to get the number one pick. Bada bing, bada boom. we got a lot, and, of, uh, a lot of good stuff for us in the future yeah. on the horizon. Absolutely, absolutely. The, uh, the chatter only increases as the postseason and the off-season start to commence. Yes, sir. Because we're called Ben Shatter now. That's that's why I said that. Oh, that makes more oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Whew. No, this back-to-back got me a little sleepy. That's a lot of basketball oh talk gosh. that we just talked. Oh, probably going to have to unwind with some uh, 90s Bulls highlights. You should watch 2021-2022 Bulls highlights versus the Bucks. No, no, that wouldn't that wouldn't make me feel better in the slightest, like at all. I uh, clean slate, new season, new season. Everybody's zero and zero, except for the playing teams because 
They've won some games <laughs> or lost them. Alrighty. Alrighty. Sign us off. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Bench Chatter. Follow us on Twitter at Bench underscore Chatter. Leave us a like. Leave us a rating. And we'll see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.